There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing Episode 3 of Season 1 of Ghost Wars. Yeah, the weirdness is not stopping. No. Although, this was different weird this time. So, let's talk about ratings news before we talk about a whole new world of weird. Yes. Episode 3 brought in a 0.11 in adults 18 to 49, and 0.393 million viewers, making it the 112th cable show of the day. But it seems seems to be holding fairly steady. Nice. Yes. Now, unfortunately, it did not make the Live Plus 7 Top 25 for that week. Yeah, like I said, we got the playoffs going on right now for baseball. Football's heating up. Basketball's just starting. And hockey. All the same week. So, I think there's going to be some fall off. But... You guys, make sure when you're watching it, even if it's not same day, it's within the week, throw a, uh, the hashtag of the show up on Twitter, because that makes a big difference for them. Yes. All right, let's jump into episode three, The Curse of Copperhead Road. Pragmatic research scientist Landis Barker self-experiments to quantify the hauntings of a Lambda Technologies branch on Port Moore after a particle accelerator goes horribly wrong. So we find out in this. It's kind of backing up to yes. the... Yeah, we go back... Was it three days? days? Oh, six yeah, days. six days in the past. So this is good, because we're getting more information. Yeah, more backstory. Yes, and sometimes that's necessary. Uh, especially in this case. Yes. So apparently Landis orders a flat white at the coffee shop, which I have no idea what it is, because I don't order these kind of things. <laughs> so I would have been right there with the, the barista. If it's not a tea, I'm probably not drinking it. So I'm like, what is she ordering? But anyway, she ends up literally bumping into Roman, which we see him with his giant bag. So this is before anything's happened and he's trying to leave the island. Right. And, well, she ends up wearing it. Yes. That super sucks. Yes, it does. Because a white blouse with coffee all over it. That is not coming out. Right. Hot coffee anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry. You need to probably just go home, change that shirt right away. Maybe if you soak it, who knows? Right. But she ends up at work, goes into an elevator with a couple other people, and the lights flicker. Why are the lights flickering? Because Landis is like, did you see that? And one of the other techs in there, Ryan, somehow made this happen. Or did he? Yes. I think, yeah, the way he w- he was enjoying it way too much. Okay. See, I was wondering if he actually somehow caused lights to flicker and then the elevator to stop. Yeah. I oh, okay. I, am, I was under the impression that, yes, this was all his doing. 
He enjoys pranking the hell out of her, and this one was a good one. Right, because she has claustrophobia. Yeah. And she started to freak out. Yes. And, yeah, as the elevator then opens after her freak out, he's laughing. The other tech, Chloe, is like, way to go, jackass. Yeah. And, And yeah, as she goes into her office with her partner, she's like, I want him fired. (laughs) Now. Like, that's a real possibility. I'm sorry. I don't care what job it is. So you think pranking your boss is a good idea? It's probably not. No. Just going to put that out there. So she gets called by her boss to go meet him in the stairwell, which I'm like, ew, is he going to be creepy and hit on her? Right. And, of course, she has to mention, I hope he's got a shirt on this time. And you think, wow, this guy is a real creep. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So basically, from the go, I'm going to tell you guys when we meet him, I'm like, oh, he's a jerk. He's got to go. <laughs> and it's good old Mike DuPod that we've had on Dark Matter and uh, several other sci-fi shows that are done in Canada. So we we know him, but it's curious because he plays a, com- a completely different character than we've ever seen him play before. Ugh. But I wanted him to die horribly. Is that bad? (laughs) No. Because he was kind of one of those zen-type guys that just get on your nerves. Yes. He's like working out, basically going up the stairs, and she's got to follow him up the stairs so she can talk to him. And, and, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, headquarters wants more progress, so fire it up. Fire up the accelerator. And she's like, it's not an accelerator. She keeps arguing with what it's called. Right. So I can't remember if he called it an accelerator or she called it the accelerator. But either way, they were not seeing eye to eye. And she's like, listen, we can't do this. It's not ready. And he's like, uh, I'm the boss. I said do it. Right. And I'm like, he needs to be slapped just right there, hard by a ghost, like fly out a window or something. Yes. Well, she has the team fired up, but she's going to do it as a test run, not a full, full on. Like, open everything up. Right. So, what what caused it? Because then suddenly, when they start everything, everything's going crazy, and then there's the earthquake. Yes. So, could it be from them not opening it up all the way? Could it be because they used it at all? What the heck's going on? Why are they on a little island out in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> but unfortunately, the accelerator, it went haywire. And there's, like, shutdowns happening and automatic locking everywhere because of radiation. And Chloe's at a door, and Landis is trying to open it, and she's, like, pulled off the door. And she's like, you can't because of the radiation. And there's going to be an explosion, and we're all going to die if you open that. Right. And Chloe, at the other end, open the door, open the door. Can you have guilt any bigger and in your face? No, not at all. And so... We see Chloe just get fried to dust, and Landis has to watch her that happen to her. Yes. And you go, okay, this is going to haunt her for a long time without Ghost being there, but with Ghost, things could go horribly wrong. Right? Because I was just like, oh my gosh, I would be a wreck seeing that. You know, your yeah. coworker, and more than likely your friend, because Apparently, they live there together, all in dorms, which right. are much nicer than dorms, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But, oh my god, 
gosh, that was just heart-wrenching. And this is not just something she's going to have to deal with, obviously. It's something everybody's going to have to deal with, because who knows what happened in any of the other labs. Right. But Landis goes down to that same lab, and she's kind of leaning against the door, and she's like, I'm so sorry, Chloe. And then suddenly, Chloe's hands come out and reach for reach her. Right. And like around the neck. <laughs> And Landis jumps away, and then the hands disappear. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Because that was definitely not normal. No. And (laughs) the ghosts are already working on Landis. And that's why I didn't know if it was kind of like evil spirit thing, or if it's just like because she was there and seen it happened, that it's more like guilt. Yeah. Uh, So far, we've seen the ghosts use just about anything and everything to get into somebody's head. Okay. I mean, with Billy and with Landis, they kind of use the guilt. Okay. Because of Trevor and Chloe. Others, it's something else that they use to get into your head. So this is really fascinating how they are able to kind of scope a person out and find their weakness and use it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Yes. And so Lambda's decided to instate a complete lockdown on the facilities and premise, barring entry or exit to anyone, which forces one that survived to stay with Landis instead of going home to his wife. Which I was like, wait, did he make it or is he dead? Like, I started to think maybe he was a ghost. Right. Of course, I'm going to question everything now. Yes, and the next day we see Ryan, who was one that pranked her and is also a nuclear physicist, complaining about seeing and hearing a swarm of moths. And Landis is like, oh, it probably just, they probably got out of, was it biology? The biology lab, yes. So it's like, okay, maybe not so weird, because you only see like one moth in a shadow. Right. But But later on, we see him, and he is... No longer able to cope with the moths. No, and it's only like the next day. Right. Because he was in the lab and he had put all this stuff up. Like, he's going on about, what is it, magnet, magnetic fields and we screwed something up and. Right. And I'm like, okay, did he go crazy? But as he's talking, he's like, they're here, they're here. And he's like, you know, swatting at stuff that nobody can see. Right, and goes up the stairs and out onto the upstairs patio. Right, and he's swatting it, and then Landis like sees a woman in red go by, and she's like, get help. And all of a sudden, and this was so gross, like yes, a moth was. comes out of his ear and then crawls into into his eye. Yes. So I'm like, okay, now we know that's not real. Yeah, absolutely, but God, what a awesome... Uh, and then all of a sudden, effect. yeah... I was like, okay, yeah, I'd probably jump too. I'm not going to lie, because that was gross. But yeah, he just jumps from the second floor, and like, nobody notices, and then he goes splat. They're like, what the hell? Right. Now, just before he jumps, he mentions that Portmore is an X point, and they are in electron diffusion region. What does this mean? Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. A favorite theme of science fiction is the portal, an extraordinary opening in space or time that connects travelers to distant realms. A good portal is a shortcut, a guide, a door into the unknown. 
if only it existed. Well, it turns out that they do, sort of. And a NASA-funded researcher at the University of Iowa has figured out how to find them. We call them X-points, or electron diffusion regions, explains plasma physicist Jake Scudder of the University of Iowa. They're places where the magnetic field of Earth connects to the magnetic field of the sun, creating an uninterrupted path leading from our own planet to the sun's atmosphere 93 million miles away. Hmm. That's interesting. Observations by NASA's Themis spacecraft and Europe's cluster probes suggest that these magnetic portals open and close dozen times a day each day. They're typically located a few tens of thousands of kilometers from Earth, where the geomagnetic field meets the onrushing solar wind. Most portals are small and short-lived. Others are yawning, vast, and sustained. Tons of energetic particles can flow through the openings, heating Earth's upper atmosphere, sparking geomagnetic storms, and lighting bright polar auroras. Interesting. So, there's portals yes. to other realms. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Alright, so, that's really weird, though, that they, you know, they brought this, and it's like a real thing. Right. And it's not just like a scientific thing. And, total side note, I happened to do a Haunted Chicago tour, and apparently during, oh, crap, one of the World's Fairs, and I can't remember which one, there was a big thing out here with Tesla. Right. And apparently there's a whole lot of like magnetic regions in Chicago because Tesla was saying that he can power the whole city with these magnets in the, mm. within the city limit. Right. Because of how these points are. And now that makes me want to like look more to see if for some reason we are electron diffusion region. Right. Cause that would be so weird. Yes. Because you hear about, like, all the crazy, like, hauntings in Chicago, and maybe we've seen this in other shows, Sleepy Hollow, that Steve and I did. Yes. <laughs> with all the different, like, magnetic regions, like, maybe Light that's lines. where the ghosts are all being attracted to. Right. And, oh, look at what they did in Ghost Wars. So, interesting. So, could this be happening not just in Port Moore at this moment? Could it be happening everywhere? that these X points are on the globe at yes. the same time, and they just don't know because they're only on this island. Yeah, very possible. I just threw out five more seasons for you guys. Yes. <laughs> Simon Barry, take note. We're giving you a helping hand and getting you five seasons for Ghost <laughs> You can go all around the world. So weird. I do want to say that the boss, Burke, of course, being jerk that he is, was... All of a sudden, like, when they're trying to figure out what's going on, and Landis is, you know, questioning other co-workers, did you see anything? Have you heard anything? Anything weird? Which, I think it's more like, okay, is it PTSD, or is it, you know, something else? Right. Like, they flash to Burke, and he's got a bunch of hard drives that he's drilling. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? So What is that all about? I'm thinking that he lied. That he, the upper management, didn't want any you know, additional results. He was just being like a jackass. And he's like, hey, look at me. I'm going to push this so we can show how great we are here, as opposed right. to any of the other plants that are out there. Yeah. And he's like, I got to cover my ass right now. Let yes. Me, <laughs> let me kill these hard drives. 
Yeah. I seen that. I seen that. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then I'm thinking, okay, why were they smuggling things in? Yes. Were they not getting what they needed to have? I'm sure that there was probably things that they required that they probably were not allowed to obtain. And they were using Billy to um, attain those things. Yes. Chemicals or whatever. See? Plutonium. All these things had me questioning. I blame Jerky Burke. Yeah. But as, let me back up here, as Landis is questioning coworkers, she finds out she is not the only one who's seen things. Right. So she wants to get in there and try to prove what she thinks is going on. Because she's a scientist. Yes. And obviously, yes, she feels she has to be able to have all the information to know. But some things are just unprovable. Yes, because after her first try in the um, room, the only thing that shows up is that her brain went dead for several minutes. Which was weird. Yes. Because her heart rate and breathing had increased, but somehow her brain flatlined. How is that even a possibility? And she's writing on the the dry erase boards and trying to figure things out, and Burke comes down and questions her about talking to other, you know, all these other people. And she's like, well, I'm trying to figure out what this could be and if anything else is affected. And he kind of hinted that maybe it's not something normal that happened. Right. And she kind of stopped. She's like, wait, what do you you think it is? Yeah, what do you know? And all of a sudden he's like, I'm taking this. And he takes her robot. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Jerk, give me my toys. He goes back up to his uh, office. Where his nice, uh, big 50 inch, uh, TV has got a, um, giant surf wave. Yeah, rolling, uh, waves playing on it. And sure enough, he thinks it comes through the screen, fills up his office, and he drowns. And it's weird because you see somebody because his office is like all glass and it's like, right. it looks like it's on a catwalk, basically. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. And, like, one of the people are walking thinking he's doing, like, Tai Chi or something. Right, because we had seen him earlier doing, you know, some yoga-type stuff for Tai Chi, like you said. Right. And the guy who was walking is just like, ugh, he's at it again. You know, like, rolling his eyes and keeps walking. So nobody's looking at him. I guess that's what you get for being a jackass. Yes. (laughs) And so, yeah, all of a sudden, they... Landis tries again. She tries to figure out what what's happening with these visions. Is it a ghost? And she's trying to contact Chloe. And something sparks in the room, and it kind of brings her out. So it's like this electrical shock disrupts what happens. Right. And so her and her partner are like all of a sudden putting live wires all around the the lab. That doesn't right. seem like a really great idea. No, but if it keeps you from. Um... Imagining something that's not there, then maybe it is a good idea. Yeah, maybe. But then they're like, okay, well, how are we going to tell Burke? So they go up to his office, and, well, Burke's dead. It's like, oh, guess we don't have to tell him. Yeah. And it turns out, well, who's the next person in charge? Oh, that would be Landis. Yes. Yeah. And so she goes down and tells Phil that the lockdown is over with because she's going to go get coffee. <laughs> And he goes, well, not without Burke's okay, and 
is that she tells him that Burks is upstairs, died of a heart attack. Yeah. Go check him out. And get him into cold storage. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You don't seem too torn up. No. So she does see Roman again, but she doesn't talk to him because he's like, are you okay? Because no. she's at the coffee shop and she asks for a flat white and the girl's like, really? She's like, yeah. fine, coffee. And she doesn't answer Roman, but she looks really shook up. Yes, she does. And yeah, Roman can tell that she is an emotional wreck right now. Mm-hmm. And then we also find out that the guy who was staying with her, who was her partner at, at work, they told him, yeah, we contacted your wife. She's fine. He goes to the bar. She's the bartender. Right. And they never tried to call her or anything. So no, she had no idea. So that's pretty messed up, too. But it was also very curious that she asked if he stayed with Landis or not. Right. So. And he said no. So there's probably something else going on there as well. So it makes me wonder, of course, and... How that dirty little secret's going to play out between that couple, at least. Right. It's like, are we going to know what happened? Because it seems like Landis has relationships with people she probably shouldn't be having relationships with. Yeah, that's kind of my take on it as well. Because she goes to visit Billy and tells him to make her forget. It's like, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, what do you guys think about this? How do you feel about how this is going? How do you feel about knowing that perhaps Landis and her crew caused all of this? Right. And it opened a rift. And maybe somehow, and here's my tinfoil hat. Maybe Burke was almost possessed to force them to do this experiment at just the right time. Right. Coincide or with the earthquake or to cause the earthquake. We really, I think Landis had determined that the collider accelerator did cause the earthquake. Yeah. What do you guys think? Let us know at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Don't forget to tweet with us and head over to www.fangirlzone.com. You can find all of our contact information, so you have our email, our Twitters, our Facebook, all the stuff there. We want to know how you feel about everything and where you think this is going, because it's kind of interesting, and I find it really interesting that they are putting the blame on Landis right now. Right. Lambda, not Landis. Landis is the girl, but right. she's Lambda putting... Yes, I'm really going to confuse that one this season, guys. <laughs> yeah. But who is ultimately to blame and was it somehow a conspiracy? Well, let us know. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other of the podcatchers that you're finding us on. And I am like super excited to see what's happening because it's getting not just crazy weird, but sciencey. So yes. it's like, hmm, science and fiction finally collide <laughs> anyway, on Sci-Fi Channel. All right, guys. We do hope you're enjoying this. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. You get swallowed up by the wave or you get on top of it. And until next time.